Welcome to Amplify Inclusion. I'm Claire Killey, Director of Inclusive Solutions at Aspire. Thanks for joining us as we share real stories and conversations about the power and importance of disability inclusion. Aspire is a nonprofit organization that envisions a community where people of all abilities live, learn, and grow together. Across each of our innovative programs, you'll find a common thread. The idea that inclusion is more than a simple act. It's a mindset that should lead us in our everyday approach to planning and preparing with others in mind. The current circumstances have pushed us to rethink how we share our vision, and we're choosing to utilize this moment to connect with you in a new way. We hope this will help you get to know Aspire and what inclusion means to us. We believe that opportunities are everything, and for people with disabilities, lack of opportunity is a common barrier. Never having a chance to be at the table to have their voices heard. It's our responsibility to acknowledge the barriers all around us and then work together to turn them into possibilities. We know that inclusion is not a place, but rather the meaningful interaction that occurs within and between people, the ways we help each other belong, and the relationships we build in the process. This episode is the first of a four-part series focusing on key aspects that support disability inclusion and the idea that workplace transformation starts small. Today we'll hear from Emil, who came to Aspire as a program participant and is now an employee helping to reinvent our organization's approach to remote work. And from Kyle, a program director at Aspire, who's worked closely with Emil. Their story highlights the importance of creating space at the table for everyone and demonstrates how a single opportunity can create a tremendous impact. This is their story. Yeah, my name is Emil, born in Chicago, based in Oak Park. Been pretty much mostly living in Oak Park. Graduated from Columbia College. Yeah, I went to a computer school as well, so I have some technical knowledge. I'm Kyle Gaughan, and I am the director of Life on My Own, or Independent Living. So the Life on My Own program is a unique opportunity for adults and teens, as young as the age of 16, to work with our life consultants to achieve their independent living goals. New participants find us online. And when they find us, they typically reach out, and that kickstarts the process. So like when I first started really a year or so, just a little over a year, I don't know how she found it, but my mom brought it to my attention. Yeah, she just sent me an email and said, hey, check this out, see what you think. Sometimes there's a misconception that independence means living by yourself. But what we've learned at Aspire and working with our participants is that there's a big range. So again, it's a custom program that provides a lot of opportunity and creative learning experiences for everyone who participates. You know, first and foremost, we want to get the big picture of what their life is about, what their goals are, what are some of their challenges, and how can we help them take those steps to achieve that goal of independence. Adjectives to describe the life-changing, open-minded, is that race, very open-minded, and um, I guess I'll just say helpful, because <laughs> it is very, it has been very helpful. So the first time I met Emil, I was stepping in 
to work with him one-on-one and immediately you can just tell he's very kind very conscientious very patient and extremely polite he is always thinking about how does he make an environment that's calm inclusive and you know he's been a joy to work with ever since well i was interviewed at first just to guess see where i was at um as far as my skills i guess so they can know like what they would need to help me with and our skill assessment is our opportunity to get the full picture of a person and i mean it was pretty easy i guess to open up to them and talk to them about more personal stuff you know we're that support system that our participants can turn to you know, we're that second, you know, line of communication or sometimes first, depending on our participants, family background and support system. I live in a house with my dad. Yeah, I have kind of a big immediate family. So I have two immediate sisters and a half sister and a half brother and I have another half sister. So yeah, big family. And uh, there's also these team huddles, as we call them, with Kyle and my family. So just seeing where I'm at with the program and where I can go from here. So I think a triangle is a perfect way to describe our support system. We want to engage families because having parents involved, having us involved, we're going to lift that participant higher and maybe faster because there's more collaboration between everyone. Goals I've set. Um, I mean, I guess I said the big one already with living on my own, but uh, yeah, just I guess the budgeting goes towards being more financially independent. You know, Emil is a self-starter. He seeks out opportunities and is always looking to better himself. Someone who's motivated to learn, someone who is motivated to get uncomfortable to take those next big steps in his life. Biggest accomplishments. Um, well, getting this job at Aspire in the first place, that's a pretty big accomplishment. Took me long enough to get a job at all. So <laughs> I've been searching for a long time and So I guess they have a job opening. Back in the early fall, there was an opportunity for a position at Aspire. Emil had expressed trying to find a job. And it had been a little bit of time since he had previously worked. And when I heard about the position, it seemed like an awesome opportunity for Emil to work for our career placement team. Okay, so... Jim's uh, Jim Kells is the CEO at Aspire, and I'm his executive assistant. So basically, that means that I schedule his day. That almost had to be the, the appointment referee, if you will. So <laughs> it takes a lot of good communication and patience and just taking it step by step until the task is complete. Being good at organizing is pretty important for a job like this. Um, it seemed like a really good stepping stone into a work environment where he knows he's going to get the right accommodation and be in an atmosphere that loves making sure that everyone belongs. Uh, things that didn't come naturally, um, I guess sometimes, admittedly, being more, I guess, assertive, just like not being afraid to uh, step up and be like, hey, can you help or something? Yeah. So I was always kind of shy. Yeah, sometimes I still am. So the presence that Emil brings to the office is very calm, collected. That type of energy, it's refreshing. And he is able to, you know, accommodate other people's requests. And Emil is also very organized and he's super tech savvy. 
you know, our workforce is so heavily focused around emails. So this organization method, which has been coined the EO method, he has been using this for quite some time since he gets a lot of emails and he is taking everything that he has learned and helping all of us learn how to do it. So EO, yeah, it's an email organization method. And it really is just uh, the idea is just to help people organize their inboxes better to help them keep better track of, especially the more important emails. Emil has taught me and I have become so much more efficient and more timely with the things I need to do. So prioritization is huge and something that I probably will use moving forward in my career. I think what started to take it to the next level was seeing how successful it was. And then from there, this whole COVID situation came into play. Aspire has jumped on this situation as an opportunity to introduce the method to the entire organization who's working remotely. Well, for starters, I didn't even know I was going to be taking the lead. Uh, it just kind of unfolded that way, I suppose. But yeah, once we got it to where we wanted it, Jim was like, would you like to teach the method to the rest of uh, the Aspire team? And then back in my mind, I was like, what, me? <laughs> but one, it could help everybody else. And two, yeah, I mean, I would be contributing to the team more. So to date, Emil has taught three different teams, and his goal is to teach every team who's working remotely, and then eventually all of Aspire. Like so many people, getting up in front of an audience is not easy. So I think building Emil's confidence to get up in front of small teams virtually, you know, was a challenge. So Emil, he's been very flexible, very receptive to feedback and very coachable. And one thing that I commend him for is that he's been able to take this feedback and put it into action and use it to improve his skills. I guess I will admit that uh, I actually am nervous Every time I go into a session, but uh, I do my best to hide it. <laughs> yeah, especially Jim and Kyle supported me from the get-go. To see at the very first, very first session, just with suggestions on how I can improve. But Jim doesn't sign into the sessions lately. He's kind of been backing out a little bit more now that he feels that I kind of grow more confident. <laughs> Watching Emil from the very first lesson with the life of my own team to his most recent, I've seen him use the feedback provided, and it's been hugely successful. Probably my favorite moment out of all this was talking to his mom, you know, trust a mom, you know, she knows her son and he was really happy and she said he was beaming. Emil, I've seen him grow a lot. And I mentioned it earlier. It's like when you teach something that you know, I mean, it's empowering. And the word empower in that experience is, I think, part of everyone at Aspire's mission. We want to empower our participants to try new things and ultimately succeed at them. I do feel, I guess, the impact of my contributions. I mean, I'm definitely glad it's helping everyone. I don't know if I really feel like a leader because um, I, yeah, I, I guess I have taken a little more control of the EO sessions, for example. But uh, I guess a teacher is a bit of a leader. It's always good to hear that your students essentially are saying, hey, I learned something <laughs> and uh, it helps me. 
I'd like to thank my colleagues, Emil and Kyle, for sharing their story. Join us next time as we explore yet another aspect of workplace inclusion, responsive leadership. I'll be chatting with Aspire's very own CEO, Jim Kales, about the importance of living the vision. Until then, please rate, review, and subscribe to Amplify Inclusion and learn more at AspireChicago.com. Thanks for joining us. This episode was produced by the Aspire Inclusive Solutions team and co-produced and engineered by Subframe Sound.